Welcome to my show. I'm your host, Connor Knowles, and this is the Nerded Gods Podcast, episode 211. Joining me as always, Daniel Neverly. What's up, gamers? Hi, Daniel. What's going on? How you doing? What's, what's up? I'm tired, but I'm all right. Tired? What'd you get yeah. on your shirt there? Natsu and Happy. Really? Happy is the cat, talking cat with wings, and that's Natsu. What are they from? They're from uh, Fairy Tale. Mm. It's an anime. It's fairy tale. It's an anime. It's dork stuff, weeb stuff. Mm. Look pretty weeby. Yeah, it is pretty weeby. I actually oh. got a statue of Natsu. That's you can't see it. Yeah, you can't see it. I don't really have anything funny to say. I was going to show off my Sora amiibo, but then it come yet. Mine was supposed to, and then they no, delayed you got it. One too. Yeah. So did you did you get it from the link that I posted? For I us? did. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Good. 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 I'm glad that you saw it. I, you I did that like half asleep. You know, one eye okay, open. Good, I was good. like, uh, like uh, I know he wants. I, it. I, I woke up three hours later. I was like, I did that right. That wasn't a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like looking through. I'm like, that's coming right. Like that. that I saw that tweet, this. and I'm like, I got my boys got to get one. So oh, I needed. I got. I had. I was this close to also buying Sephiroth and Cloud, but I was like, no, we can't do this. I can't. I, I can't go down that rabbit hole there. I also got, dude. I I got banjo. I got Joker. I got Sephiroth Cloud. I feel uh, like it would become a so problem many. for me. Where then I mean, I'm you, like, you, I need to you've get. Seen them all. how many I have? That's so. <laughs> it's so, so many. many. It's too much. I can't <laughs> so handle shit like that. Because if I get too into it, it's like I'm buying all of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's just too late. Get too more. late in the amiibo <laughs> game to start buying all of them. Yeah. I'll I do they'll continue more. that to switch too. They kind of have to, I guess. Maybe at least the compatibility. Um, yeah. I like there's there is a few that I I, I I still want. Like there's a couple more Link ones I don't have. Sheik, I would like to get Sheik mm. and Sonic. I would like to get Diddy Kong. Uh, and that's off the top of my head. That's kind of at least the last few I'd want. Greninja would be cool. I don't have Greninja. Ooh. They have do banjo? a Lucario. Yeah. They they yeah. I have Banjo. You have Banjo. They just did Banjos. Uh, Lucario, like the Pokemon I want, Lucario and Greninja, I think are the only ones. Oh, and Incineroar, I don't have those three as Pokemon. At least, I th unless they don't do them, I haven't looked. I'm gonna need yeah, them so to make another Smash game. That way we, yeah. we get more. Because <laughs> how about yeah, I want more games? I want more amiibos that uh that are in the Nintendo catalog. So Ooh, I, 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 I about they start others. doing what are they called? Um, what are they called? The trophy people? What are they called? The trophy people. Yeah, it's the the assist oh the assist trophies. That's oh yeah. When you like throw those those little like things and then it pops out. So that's yeah, what, yeah. like Shovel Knight's one of those. Uh, Alucard is, is one of those. There is, but um, just all those other ones. So you got like Gray Fox from uh, Metal Gear with a the sword. There's a bunch of cool ones that are just stuck to like assist trophies that aren't technically in the game. That'd be so cool many. if they start doing so the assist There's so trophies. much potential there, you know. Mm -hmm. they'll just make toys oh, yeah they used to oh, we want. <laughs> didn't they make like cards or something at first yeah they made they had like one of those grabbers remember those grabbers you'd like press the button it's like the long arm grabber things oh like they, the, they like the, made you, one of those play as like mm -hmm. the yeah, yeah yeah no 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 yeah you, well you can like grab things it's like uh, you have you have like a handle and a button and oh you you're talking about it. when like sometimes it's like a dinosaur head and, and you, and you play yes but like stuff. a regular okay. grabber okay got it gotcha. <laughs> yeah those are actually there's regular grabbers there's those are, regular those are grabbers. useful things oh okay yeah. i just remember seeing them at the zoo and it's like a fucking dinosaur head. Yeah, the dino ones yeah <laughs> and clomp on shit with it 
Yeah, they've also made cards, playing cards and stuff. And wasn't that like yeah. the original thing? Like they make cards. Yeah, then I think they did toys after yeah. that. And that was like in like like the late 1800s, right? <laughs> I think <laughs> so. Wasn't it? Like, <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm not making this up. That's a real thing, yeah. right? Yeah. They've been around for a long time. Nintendo's was that fucking old, huh? Jesus. Right. Almost as old as Sims. Wow. Wow, you, you got him. You Had to got get him one there. shot at him. You got Had him. Well, you know, I mean, hey, man. <laughs> he's an old man. He's an old man. He's five foot two. Uh, small <laughs> hands. I'm sorry, small hands. Works not in a, big hands. Small hands. <laughs> the smallest hands you've ever seen. Eleven kids. Works in a coal mine. It's it's a rough life for that man. He's got know? a rough. He's 96 years old. It's just crazy. <laughs> uh, all right. It's been another busy week in the world of video games. Everyone surprisingly busy. I guess maybe not yeah. that surprising, but it's been very busy. So. Busy for everyone too. All all the big three. Yeah, they're all out here. We all out here to play. First up then. From Software has finally given us a trailer for Elden Ring, The Shadow of Erdtree. The DLC will be the largest expansion the team has ever created, and it launches on June first, later this no, June twenty first, excuse me, later this year. Daniel, finally you've got some news about this DLC. We've been waiting. It's been what? Yeah, it's been is it like two years today two years? or something yeah. since that game right came around. out? Right around yeah. now, yeah. So mm-hmm. the, pretty much exactly two years since the game came out. They announced the DLC what early last year, probably. Uh yeah. When was that? Yeah, something like that. Something it's been like a while. that. Yeah, so been a little while. So here we are, about two and a half years later. We're getting the DLC. Daniel, I got more details for you if you want to hear them. Yes, please, because they said it's so you, you put it in there. It is their biggest. So I think their previous I could be wrong. Their previous biggest, I, I'm i going to guess, is Bloodborne. Bloodborne had like six bosses, maybe. Six I bosses. could be wrong, though. Well, they yeah. got 10 in here, 10 new bosses. Yeah, or maybe it was Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 had a big DLC, too. Uh, so, Continue. yeah, largest expansion to date. Uh, okay, guided cool. by Mikola, enter, enter the Shadowland, a completely new world from the lands between. Seamlessly travel back and forth between both lands. Uh, here, you will meet others who follow in Mikola's footsteps. There's new weapons, skills, and magic. Uh, new storyline, bosses, dungeons, and more. Some other random stuff here. Difficulty will be similar to the end game of Elden Ring. That's scary. Uh, that means- poison Swamp confirmed. So, <laughs> get ready. There's another Fantastic. Poison Swamp. Yeah, we're out here. And uh yeah, another well, scarlet rot. That's light. about all. There'll be more details later in the year before it actually comes out. Daniel, how are we cool. feeling? June twenty first. Very excited. I actually might play this now. Um Were you not gonna? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really tend to play DLC. Because mm. like I p- did play the one for Bloodborne. Uh when I played Bloodborne, what at the beginning of last year, I think yeah. is when I when I beat A bit Bloodborne. Different when you're playing the game and the deal is already, already out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then it's I just, just like, it, well that's part of the game now. And how from does it, it's always integrated. Yeah. So it's not like you're like doing a different launcher. So like I basically had to like use an item in Bloodborne and I like was in a different kind of like time. They also have like a weird different time thing. I wonder how you feel about that, because for me, I, I kind of wish it was standalone. Like, I wish it was its own separate thing, almost, you know? Making just a new game? Yeah, because, yeah. like, the idea of going back to my Elden Ring character and it being, like, this, the difficulty of this DLC, like they just said, is going to be the difficulty of the end game of Elden Ring, is like, oof, that's, that's a lot. I'm going to have to play some hours before I even really get into the DLC just to get my groove back and figure out what's going on exactly and just, like... 
all the equipment and stuff I have. It's just like I have no idea what's going on there. Luckily, I left some stuff at the end game of my Elden Ring, so maybe I can just like go do that. You a didn't beat you didn't beat Millennia, did no, you? No, I didn't. No, yeah, yeah. I you played that area. Millennia. I fought her once, but I didn't beat her. So then I was just I was just done with the game at that point. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Whatever, fuck it. So maybe yeah. go beat her, get re yeah, reacquainted the with the game and stuff. Yeah, maybe that'll be a good way to do it, and then jump into the dlc would probably be how i go about it but yeah i do kind yeah. of wish it was like a standalone thing because this this feels i mean this is a 40 dollar expansion if you don't know so it's gonna be big oh yes 40 dollars. so i mean that's almost the price for that's, a full game i mean we're yeah. getting up there i guess i mean half, it's gonna but... be as much content as more content than a lot of games you oh know? he said it's as big or a little bigger than Limgrave. The uh, that mm, that's a area. huge area. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah. huge area. That's like what a fourth of the map, probably something like that. Is that so. not the biggest area in the game? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because when you get up to that that snowy area, a lot of that's like blocked off though by like cliffs, you know. So, yeah, uh, it's really windy in that snow area. Yeah, that too. And, and then I feel like the castle area is so like deep and rich with stuff that it's just like that almost might be the biggest. But yeah, it's probably it probably is so. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm uh, very excited for this, but uh, yeah, kind of wish it was standalone. Yeah, yeah, Oof. I'm very excited though. Yeah, forty bucks. The statue looks really cool. Like I like that guy, whoever that guy is. I we were talking earlier. I don't know if that's Mikola or not. That could be someone else, because like Mikola, like in terms of the lore, I think Mikola is supposed to be cursed to be forever young looking, and that it was not a forever young looking person. That was like a full adult. So I think that I'm going to, if I'm going to guess that's someone else, but Mikla might just be guiding us. You said that Mikla is going to help us. So we apparently we like that body in that cocoon that they show in the trailer, like it's supposed to be Mikla's body. So I doubt that like that impaler looking dude is like Mikla. Yeah. I wonder if it's like a, you're playing almost as Mikla, but with your character, you know, and you're like kind of going through Mikla's story. Oh, I wonder if it's something like that. Uh, maybe I'm just theorizing too far. I don't know. I need to brush up on the Elden Ring lore beforehand. <laughs> Watch it. Yeah. I saw someone post like a not post, but uh, someone like replied to a comment from soft. It was like, "Here's a 35 hour lore video on Elden Ring." Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus, love man. it. <laughs> it's so good. Where's Vati Vidya's uh breakdown? Is that an hour good, long uh, breakdown from soft yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna do an hour long breakdown of this trail. <laughs> <laughs> each the trailer's like three each minutes yeah it's crazy <laughs> um i do want to say like the hardest bosses in like dark souls one and bloodborne which are the two ones i've played the dlc uh are pretty much like in the deal in the dlc bosses yeah that's like, what i've heard right like normally the dlc does have the the hardest bosses which i guess you would want right makes a lot of sense yeah for sure so like i'm what like like is this impaler looking dude gonna be like part of the millennia <laughs> probably you'd have to imagine right <laughs> yeah Pretty... that's gonna be dude tough. i love that one the like fire cage guy that you were fighting on a horse in the in the trailer uh, what? I'm yeah, like what, what was, was that <laughs> just like what is that giant bucket or what it was looked like the lava looking? monster from fucking hercules the lava monster <laughs> yeah, true. i'm like wow that's fucking a cool you have to fight that thing and die over and over again there's also that cleric looking beast looking thing that kept transforming. Oh, what was happening like a, like, there? Like a lion sort of. Yeah. But then it, but what it was had that? a human foot. It was man bear pig. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> it's man bear pig. Awful. It's gross looking. 
So yeah, awesome. Finally got a date here. Looking forward to it. I mean, this is it, it, like I was saying before the show. This feels like just the new game to me, almost. You know, it's uh, especially the way it's, it's being launched, enough. the way it's being talked about, stuff like that. It feels like we're hopping into a brand new, almost Elden Ring two here. So, yeah, very been exciting. long enough. We're excited. Like, give me some more From Software. You know, they're just yeah. killing it out there. Yeah. Yeah. The shots in that trailer though, fucking awesome, oh, dude. The i was talking about that shot and with the big tree yeah that that shot is really good there was a dude standing with a sword like this and with like red behind him in mm. the sky oh my god dude their art direction isn't on it's ungodly how yeah. good it is yeah <laughs> it's they're, so, they're just so not swift atmosphere and all that it's just crazy so looking forward to it. june 21st let's go uh, one last thing what did you call this area it's so we're not in the lands between where are we mm. What was the name of this place that we're going to? Let's see here. Uh, got it by Mikla. Enter Land of Shadow. Land of Shadow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder what that is. The shadow Fasc of the year tree. I have no idea. Yeah. Fascinating. Very curious. Very curious indeed. George R. R. Martin not involved. So, no, he already did the, the lore. <laughs> I'd love to know how much he actually did. <laughs> like, what so, did he do? Apparently, he wrote a lot of the background lore of like ancient lore to this world. And then on top of that is when the From Software people did develop the story from there. Okay. So, he did a lot of like stuff to get he them just going. Jot down notes on a piece of toilet paper one day. For, There's a big tree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the brother and sister are fucking uh <laughs> wait, that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, you guys don't want that. All right, scratch that out. Scratch that out. <laughs> you're, you're telling me Melania and Mikola weren't, weren't fucking at some point? I mean, they might have been. Well, he looks like a little got, boy though. You see that hand? You got big hand. <laughs> well, yeah. he wears big gloves, right? <laughs> He's a little boy. <laughs> he is. He's supposed to be a little boy. I know. I know. He's cursed to be a little boy. And he's yeah. fucking his older sister who just looks like an <laughs> old ass demigod. No, she's mangled too. She's losing legs. Does she and not arms. have a head? They complete each other? She has one arm, I think. She has one arm. Where's Regular. your statue? But I think this arm's gone, and I think she's losing her legs too. Rough life. <laughs> Rough <Hey>, Scarlet <laughs> Rod. Uh, all right. Let's move on then. We got some Xbox news last week. Late last week, the Xbox podcast on the Xbox podcast, Phil, Phil Spencer and crew clarified the plan to bring Xbox games to other consoles, saying it'll be just four games coming over at first. Uh, well, not at first. That's uh, I'm injecting my own opinions there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then we also got news that Diablo Four will come to Game Pass in sometime in March. I believe it was March 28th, something like that. Yeah, uh, and then towards the end of the, the, the of the podcast, they said there will be some type of new hardware announcement at the end of the year, saying it'll be quote the biggest technical leap hard in a hardware generation. Hmm. Are those two together, or is that two separate things? What do you mean? So the the new hardware that we're getting that that's not the hardware leap right that's next gen is the is the big hardware leap and then Same, this one's like whatever the new hardware announcement that they're gonna have at the end of the year will be the biggest technical hardware leap for a console generation mm, okay so i guess that's a gotta be a pro version 
or something like that. Uh, I mean, a lot of rumors Xbox might launch a new console just straight up in 2026. Like, they might go ahead of PlayStation. Yeah. So it could be that. I don't understand how it could be the biggest hardware leap. Well, if I'm being honest, I don't understand how it could be the biggest hardware leap in general. Like, I don't think you're not passing the n64 <laughs> to fucking whatever the gen after that was you know or even ps2 into 360 or i don't think you guys are I getting just that think 2D far to 3d and nes or snes to I mean, yeah no great point yeah. like that too right it's like i don't think we're ever seeing a hardware leap as big as those ever again in our lifetime so I, I i don't know take that for what it is i think she's just marketing speak right there uh but yeah i don't i, I don't know man i want to read too too deep into that that quote mm, okay yeah i i'm curious but very curious to see what the hardware thing is going to be yeah. i mean since we're starting there anyways i think they said this to to make people stop worrying that xbox is going to bow out of, of consoles just in general i think they just said that this whole podcast to me man was just really like we gotta calm people down so let's yeah. just say a bunch of things here yeah, I think that's what it was, because like Phil was also hinting at like that they were already had planned on doing something in uh, in this vein, but not this early. It sounds like they were still trying to hash out what they wanted to do and how they wanted to do it, you know, explaining their future and stuff. But it sounds like they got rushed because of all the wild rumors and all that. Which is very odd to me, considering yesterday we get news that uh, a couple Xbox games are coming to Switch. So it's, and those were like confirmed. And maybe they were holding back, saying Hi Fi and Sea of Stars were coming to PS5 still. But still, we would have seen that Pentiment and uh, Grounded are coming to Switch at the Direct. And it's a little odd because it's like, were you guys, you guys weren't going to say anything then after that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they, well, I think that they they knew that that Nintendo Direct existed and they were both were going to be there. So they were probably like, oh, Phil also was like, he wants the developers to announce it themselves. So he probably couldn't say anything because Nintendo has the rights to announce it themselves. Right. So, yeah, like, no, I get that. But it's just like if the if whatever press conference or podcast they were planning on doing was supposed to be in March and this was already set for February. It just would have been very weird to have Xbox games that we see confirmed already for another console, but without any any sort of plan, any sort of groundwork laid out already, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I'm but not whatever. sure. But whatever, neither here or there. It doesn't really matter now. Yeah, uh, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So we finally got this podcast. A little bit more clarification here. What do you think? Uh, just high-level thoughts here. Um. Yeah, I think that... They definitely talk very a lot of like executive talk, a lot of talking in circles, but that's pretty much all of them talk in circles from every executive from every company <laughs> talks in circles. But I think they were mostly clear about where they think the future is going. Um, they kind of hint that they are probably not going to be the only ones that put things everywhere at some point, whether that's a year down the line or 10 years down the line. Um, but I think I think they did an okay job at explaining. I think that everybody was freaking out and it was kind of a mess. So I think they did enough to alleviate that. But I don't know. I still think that if their future is going to be completely third party and not really having physical hardware themselves, maybe they'll do something, something simpler like 
a streaming device or something, but not actual console, they just do that and they just become a third party, then I feel like they need to rip the bandaid off. But uh, yeah, at least right now they're not. So yeah, I'm with you with the ripping the bandaid off because it's just like, okay, you're saying four games and then you clarify just four games. But then the next sentence feels literally like I think over the next five to ten years, console exclusives will become less and less of a thing. So you're pretty much just saying that you are planning on putting more games on other consoles and other platforms over the next five to ten years. So that was a little like, okay, Phil, like, like, just say there's going to be more if there's going to be more. Because what are you going to do now if there is another one? If fucking, I don't know, Indiana Jones gets announced for PS5 in six months. Are you going to have another Xbox podcast where you go on there and have to feel like you have to explain yourself, you know? He clarified that, that those there were two games that were not, and that was one of them. He said Starfield and then Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm not calling him a liar, but I don't believe you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. it, it, it's just like, I think, okay, this is a, it, it, let's just say this is a test with the four games at first, right? If, if that's the case, unless they just perform horribly on Switch and PS5, and maybe that is the case. Maybe they just don't sell it all over there. And they're like, well, this was fucking pointless. Let's not put any more over there. But I seriously doubt that's going to be the case. And then they're going to want to put more over there. So I don't know. It's just uh, it, it's a very weird thing to be to just say, yeah, there's only four for now. And then tell your fan base that we're only doing four right now. But when everyone else just assumes that you're already doing more. I don't know. I wish they would have laid out more of a uh, a clear plan there. Like I was like saying, a roadmap. Yeah, I was saying like they should have done a couple weeks ago. I was I was saying they should have done like Bethesda games will come six months to a year later. Activision yeah. Blizzard are just staying third party, and then we'll keep the Xbox games for as long as we see fit. You know, the mainstead sure. Xbox crew. And that would have been a good roadmap for me. But now it just like I like I was saying, I like I do feel like now you have to do this sort of podcast thing every time you announce one of these. I think that they might not know what they want to do yet, though. Sure. So I think that I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt where they're maybe still thinking about that kind of stuff. They have time to, right? Like, this is not a company that I think is going to go away no matter what. They just have too much money, you know? Um, so I think that they have time to think about how they want to roll these out, you know, and how they want to expand Game Pass or, you know, evolve Game Pass or anything like that or put games wherever Switch um, they already do a PC and also on PlayStation. So they have plenty, plenty of time. I think that it, it probably will go that way. Um, they're going to have to deal with the problems that I talked about last week or what, two weeks ago, whenever that was, yeah, it would have been two weeks. where it is the digital library and how that's going to work. If you're going, if they're going to kind of like somehow deal with that or keep it, who knows uh, your saves, which kind of goes with the digital library. And then, are they going to, if they're going to get out of the main hardware business, are they going to keep the other things that they do, which are the, the controllers and that kind of stuff? Um, so yeah, I, I still think they have other questions that aren't just. Game- I don't. I don't think sure. that stuff's going anywhere for now. For now, no. Like yeah, I, I don't. I, I mean, I think, like, I want to worry about that at all. You know, and, and for, I just think those three the, questions for the time being. You know, because it's just they like, just that, need to think about that though. Yeah, and I mean, I do think he's right on exclusives becoming less and less of a thing. I mean, we see so many games going to PC from even PlayStation now and stuff like that, but it's just, I think his future only exists where 
if we get to the future where these are just launchers on your smart TV, you know, where PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo are just launchers on your smart TV, and we're all just streaming our games through that, you know, and we just got a controller and we're all just streaming the games through a TV. I think that future only exists where exclusives don't exist. What he's saying, where exclusives are less and less of a thing, if, if that ever does happen. Which it's seeming likely that it will at some point. Like, we'll all just be streaming our games. But I don't know. I mean, like, good luck convincing PlayStation and especially Nintendo to get rid of exclusives, right? It's like they, they built a business off that. Their entire business. I mean, especially Nintendo. Their entire business revolves around their exclusives. It's just, I, I don't see a world where that goes away in 10 years, really. Yeah, yeah. We talked about how Microsoft as a company in general, not necessarily just the Xbox division, they are constantly looking forward and ahead and not always hundred percent. Right. But they'll be kind of, they'll be right with something, but they will be so bullish and so far ahead that it's just too early. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of, kind of fizzle out on it. Right. And it's just like, is this another one where they know exactly kind of what the future is going to be, but they're just too early and just too bullish about it and too far ahead. You know, right. like I'm one, I, I like if they could just hold out just a little longer and maybe that is what this is. They're just holding out for everyone else to wake up and see that maybe digital and um, games everywhere is the future. Right. Like if play, because we talked about what last week, right? PlayStation's not doing as hot as I think it seems like they're doing, you know, like they're doing very well and they're very successful. Um, but they they're they're kind of stumbling a bit too so um maybe they need to start putting games everywhere too you know I yeah think, see looking at hell divers too right like that that game is succeeding because it's on pc right i wonder if it was only on playstation would it be doing this right now i i would guess probably not certainly not i mean there's i mean hell divers too especially it's like uh, the numbers for that are interesting because they like capped the servers at 600,000, right? And uh, you could see that 400,000 people were on uh, Steam. So it's like, oh, okay. Oh, there, true. Was only, yeah, yeah. there was only yeah. 200,000 people playing on PS5, right? Wh- which, I mean, there's the whole server thing sounds like a mess on that game. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, maybe there'd be more, maybe there'd be less. Who knows if, if the servers could handle it. So I don't know. I think that game. I, 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 I want to see. First. Yeah, sales data, and then how does that game look when like the servers are actually working, and you can have as many people as you want, and all that. Like I would, I would like to see those numbers. But I mean, in the future where it is just streaming, are things there? That doesn't necessarily mean exclusives would go away, right? I mean, you look at streaming you click that television things. Button. Exactly. You might have to click that PlayStation button and go in there to play the PlayStation game, right? I mean, you look at Netflix and Max and all that shit, right? They have exclusive shows, you know, and I know those lines are even blurring right now too with like Max throwing some stuff on Netflix and stuff like that. But still, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, Netflix isn't letting go of fucking Stranger Things, right? It's yeah. like the, that future still, exclusives might still play a role in that future, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think in my head how it would work is not quite that. It'd be like you're clicking a games button or like going to a game section on your smart TV. Mm. And then that just has, it looks more like a digital storefront, Ooh. like a Steam or something. That's right? interesting because that would And make... then you click into things and then that is why it'll break down if you're like, I'm going to go EA, I'm going to go, you know, things like that. And that's sure. where like, everything will be that's kind of how i'm i'm envisioning it not just like i'm downloading instead of like the max app it's like the playstation app 
instead of that, I'm thinking it more of a digital storefront. That would be interesting because that would make Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox just third party. Then you know that's exactly what that's, I'm thinking. That's a hundred percent with that. You yeah. don't think they'd have their own apps on there? I think they'd jump on that immediately. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's where they'd get because the, they would still like get certain amount of income then through their storefront. Like if the PlayStation fronts the PlayStation Store, it, you click on PlayStation Store on your TV, right, to go in there and then stream the game for that. You would they would still get money they would still get that 30 percent from each game they sell on the playstation store through that app yeah see i think yes. where, where i would think that they that like there would be a division like that is like there's the digital storefront with everything but then like game pass has its own app because it's different it's like mm -hmm. an it, that is like a netflix thing sure. it's like xbox curates this thing or playstation plus or whatever they want to call it with a new app has playstation plus's app and that's like a whole curated list of PlayStation curates, right? Mm. Or Nintendo Online, if they do separate that, right? And that's an old school, whatever, whatever they want to do, all their back catalog. And that's like a separate, like, launcher. That's kind of how I'm envisioning it. Interesting, yeah. Uh, the PC launchers, right, could also be a good example of, of what this ends up looking sure. like. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. PC's a good way to do it, so... Which would put everyone, Steam everyone's just, just in the forefront of that, right? <laughs> I was literally going to say, why Why doesn't everyone just, like, call up Gabe? What's up, Gabe? Let's just put everything on Steam and have Steam be the one library everywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> they lose so much money. You want to make, make Valve the richest company in the world? I'm down. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'm let's down. Do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Very interesting. You know, they might be going too soon, though, still. It's it is my only question. is Because uh, they, they announced new Game Pass numbers. They said 34 million Game Pass. Fully paid is what Phil sped. But then yeah. he's kind of contradicting himself because someone said somewhere, I forget what article this was, something on The Verge, where someone said Game Pass Core is included in that, which that so. would not be good. Yeah, I, do, I don't buy I, that, that either. It can't, right. That can't be possible. You that know? can't be, what, 10 million Core users? There's no way. Yeah, I, I can't. There's, there's no, no way. way. More people have to have Xbox Live yeah. than that because that's what that converted sure. into is Xbox Live. Yeah, so I, I don't, don't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that either. I feel like someone misspoke there yeah i feel like 34 million that that makes sense that's still lower than what i imagine it would have been especially it after starfield 40 something i would assume yeah i mean i would like to look at that chart that that chart that came out of the court documents uh a while back and see where they were supposed to be in 2024 or where they projected themselves to be in 2024 and see uh see how close they're getting there because it's like man i thought starfield would have shot that way up like i thought we'd be yeah. there in like 50 million almost. shot it up more than any other game right it had to have a little bit this is the first time we've gotten game pass number updates in two years so it's it's jumped up a about nine million in the last two years, which isn't great. But I wonder how much that was Starfield. Yeah, I would like to know how much of that was Starfield as well. You know, which I mean makes me go back to the whole multi-platform thing. This is gonna hurt that eventually. You know, maybe not these four games because they're so small, right? It might just be a little bit right now. But then, okay, these do well, and then you guys are putting Starfield on there in a little bit. You know, and then it's like okay, more and more people start seeing that Xbox games are just coming to PlayStation and they're going to start picking up PlayStation and your main Game Pass subscriber numbers are supposed to come from consoles. It's just that you, you can't have it both ways, in my opinion. Yeah, but they're going to make more money off that Starfield on PlayStation than like a Game Pass subscription, right? Like that's what, 15 bucks? Just say 20, we'll just go up more. Say it's 20, and yeah. then how much they get, what? Like PlayStation gets 30%, and then Xbox gets 70 on PlayStation, right? Like right. that's still, that's more No, than... they're going to make more money yeah. in, in the short term. 
but yeah. you're also blocking some Game Pass subscribers, potential Game Pass subscribers, For you sure. know? And I feel like that 100 million Game Pass subscriber mark, that would have gave you the most money in the long term. Yeah. In, in my mind. Sustainable you know? money. Yeah. Right. Like, if you guys had 100 million Game Pass subscribers month after month, that's that's fucking dope. Like, that's yeah. that's industry changing. Everyone's going subscri- subscri- subscription service at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that... Uh, it's, a, it's a tough conversation. And then they double, Matt Booty doubles down on Game Pass only staying on Xbox. And it's like, again, you're you're blocking that 100 million. I just don't there. think anyone else wants to it to go to their console yet. Yeah, not yet. Right. I don't know if it's necessary. Xbox doesn't want to. I think that yeah. no one else wants it to, you know? I think I, that's I, the problem. I wouldn't even have said that on the podcast then, you know? Because it's like, I, I would just I think they have to clarify the door open. People were thinking that they, they were going to stop day one. Yeah, I get it. Like, this podcast was made in a rush, and they were just because all the fans are freaking out, and they're all like, oh, Xbox is dying. And it's like, you know, I don't know. If you're smart and you actually pay attention to the industry, you you know that wasn't the case, you know? So it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. A bit of a mess right now, I think, but it's good they came out and clarified more stuff. Shout out to Tina Media as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shasta Tina. <laughs> that was she, dope. doing good out there. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I like, I like seeing her host new things. Uh, okay, we can continue on talking about this then because we now have full details on the four games that Xbox is bringing to other consoles. So it'll start off with Pentiment will be available on Nintendo Switch and PS4 slash PS5 today. Hi-Fi Rush will only be available on PlayStation on March 19th. Grounded will be on Switch and PlayStation on April 16th. And then Sea of Thieves is coming only to PS5 on April 30th. Daniel, yeah, you got some the four interesting, games yesterday. Interesting little things there that yeah. we'll, we'll clarify. So number one, I'm going to say Play Pentiment. One of my favorite games of 2022. Uh, love that game so much. More people need to play it. It's coming out. It's out now. Go play it and buy it. Play it, please. Josh Scheuer the gangster over there and his writing team. Very, very good game. Uh, you didn't, you never end up beating that game, right? No, I didn't. I didn't like the reading. I mean, who wants to read? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, Readings for nerds. Go read a book. I, yeah. th- it's very much a game. I'd like to go back to at some point, but I got it. It's one of those. I got to be in the mood. You know, yeah. you got to be in the mood. It was just that at that moment in time, I was just, nah, there's, I'm not doing this right now, but <laughs> maybe, maybe someday I'll be in the mood and then I'll go back and play that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, uh, another great game. Go play that game. It being not on Switch is very interesting. Mm. That just seems like this game is just. I'm sure they're kicking themselves that run. they couldn't get it on Switch. It, you know. My guess, if I'm going to like try to big brain guess it, the game has to run at certain frame rates, right? Because the right. game has to be on a consistent beat. Yeah. And have that, it has to all work together. The Switch is just underpowered and it can't do if it can't do that, the game's not gonna the game's core has to run well, you know? We we need a new Switch so bad. I know. But did I you know. see grounded? It looks so bad. I, it looks so bad. It look, it didn't look I was good. like, what is it, it this? Knockoff grounded? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Docket Fisher grounded. Price grounded? What get the You're fuck like, out of here? Mom, we, mom we, have, we have this at home. You know that, that meme? <laughs> it's like we got grounded at home. And that's it was, grounded it was just the home. ugliest that popped up on the, on the direct. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. So grounded is another one. It's cool to see grounded on Switch, but I just, it doesn't look great. No, it did not. I hope it runs well and I hope it sells well because I think that's a really cool game. 
Uh, and then, yeah, Sea of Thieves. There's no way that game's running on Switch. Too much online components. I thought maybe because um, it came out so long ago at this point, right? It's like, what year was that game? 2016, 2017, 20... something like that? Ooh. Yeah, maybe 2018? Oh, was that late? Interesting. Okay. Somewhere around there. I mean, it's still a while ago. Um, yeah, there's no way that game's running. You see those waters? You think the Switch can render those waters? I mean, it wouldn't <laughs> look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's the best looking water in video games i'm surprised make... they're not doing the cloud streaming thing through with uh hi-fi and see if these no they're like we, yeah. we fucking doing that we mm, got our own cloud yeah. stream we have our own cloud streaming <laughs> stuff uh so yeah it seems like they were just waiting for the nintendo direct to drop before they could uh clarify what the four games actually are see there we go I don't really know good set of buy games. Any. I'll probably buy Hi-Fi Rush at some point. Again? Yeah, maybe before the sequel comes out, play through it, get the trophies. Something like Ooh. that. If there is a sequel. I don't know. But yeah, Make cool. a sequel. To get, please make a sequel to that. Good make a, make a Hi-Fi Rush sequel. sequel. And a Pentiment. Make something yeah, else. Yeah, I didn't that. like what he said about it, too, is, that, is when he was like, oh, we had two games, and two of the games we saw weren't meant to be these, like, exclusive mascot things for Xbox going forward. I'm like, dude, Hi-Fi Rush is that. You know? Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush could be your fucking mascot Xbox. You know? And, and it's a great mascot at that, Phil. Yeah, kid-friendly, right? Very charming. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So there's the four games. We know them all now. Uh, we got some more news from Phil Spencer regarding Call of Duty. Phil Spencer reiterated reiterated that Xbox intent is still to bring all future Call of Duty games to Game Pass Day 1, and they are working on getting the older Call of Duty games on the service as well. I think this is imperative for Game Pass success, is getting yeah, Call of Duty on their Day sure. 1. The, the, the new Call of Duties. It's, it's a, why did you buy this if not? You know, I don't. Mm -hmm. There's rumors going around that they're not putting them on there day one because that would just lose too much money. I don't. That is pointless. What was the fucking point of? They'll make Activision way more money on PlayStation, anyways, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll get and your PC. money from PlayStation and PC, and then you'll get a huge bump in Game Pass subscribers every year. Everyone forgets about Warzone's its own free-to-play thing that makes a ton of money. Yeah, and so does uh, Mobile, Call of Duty Mobile. Call of Duty Mobile's huge, it makes so much money. So it's like they they're gonna sacrifice like some things on Xbox, like sales on Xbox, just to up those um, subscriber numbers for Game Pass. Sure, do that. Um, get if they especially if they want Game Pass to keep succeeding and get more subscribers. So I will yeah. find the Activision Blizzard purchase so stupid if Call of Duty doesn't come there day one because they didn't really change much. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I think Diablo Four is also good quietly that could bump some subscribers. It's a little late I'm for sure it a though. Huge game. Yeah, it's a little late because it's almost at that point be like a year or almost I a year. It was like an expansion, right? I mean, I'm that sure would be good. Hella people yeah. jump in. You know, it's uh, I think they even mentioned the expansion for Diablo in that thing. So I don't I don't know if it's being timed for that March release. I don't think it is. But uh, that could be a big swing, though. Yeah. yeah. Expansion. Yeah. It's all here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. uh, Yeah. I, uh, I would just say again, it would be so dumb for Xbox not to put that Call of Duty on on game pass day one yeah it gives you it'll give you a reason you, i know you're behind on a few call of duties there's some good yeah, ones you definitely check out, oh i'm so. looking forward to the day they go back and drop all the 
older yeah. COD games. You know, I'd like to play through the Modern Warfare ones, the the newer Modern Warfare games and stuff like that. And I I would love Call of Duty on their day one. Like I would definitely download Call of Duty. Oh, that at campaign the very in least. that that weekend. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just do that. Fuck around with the multiplayer, a couple matches and whatever. And that's normally what I do if I buy Call of Duty anyways. Play the campaign, fuck around multiplayer, delete it. <laughs> you know, oh, you're, like, you're not one great. of those Call of Duty bros. No. <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was. I wish I had the courage, you know. I was. <laughs> uh, I, re- I just remember my friends when we were all like 13. They're all like, oh, Connor, what are you playing? We're all jumping on COD. I'm like, nah, guys, I'm playing No More Heroes on Wii. Sorry. Bioshock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A little bit busy right now, guys. All right. <laughs> playing Nintendogs, okay? <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get into some PlayStation news. Uh, a new report suggests that Sony has lost $10 billion worth of value following its quarterly earnings that we discussed last week, uh, in which projected sales for PS5s dropped about $4 million for the physical year. Daniel, is PlayStation dead? I mean, Xbox died, We're PlayStation dead. is dead. We're all just dead. Nintendo can, can we now. do the uh, the, the Scottish, <laughs> Scottish funeral song again and I burn my PS5? <laughs> can we do that again? Well, Bring out the, the Viking, bagpipes. I want to shoot that arrow, oh, yeah. Viking funeral. It, yeah. That'd be fucking dope. That'd be dope. And uh, it's actually going to be not only a PS5, it's going to be Jim Ryan holding a PS5. <laughs> and I'm going to light that on fire. <laughs> That's, That's the way he'd want to go, though, you know. And he had the controller with his dead oh, body yeah. like that. Yeah, so the PS5 is on his chest, and then right. he's holding the controller like the controller. Still playing his latest mm-hmm. and greatest favorite game, Horizon, Forbidden, <laughs> Horizon <laughs> 2 Forbidden West. <laughs> he's still just trying to figure out how to control Aloy properly. He can't do it. He can't. He doesn't quite he's understand like, the He's wondering why the bow yet. isn't shooting, and he's not holding the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I guess the only console we have to play on now is Switch. So congratulations, Nintendo. You won the console war. Mm. Big props. I guess we'll all play that shitty-looking version of Grounded now. <laughs> yeah, we're all playing that. <laughs> the fucking N64 graphics on Grounded. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, $10 worth of value lost. Certainly not good. Uh, yeah. We kind of went over a lot of this last week on the actual financial reports. but I do uh, want to say, and we'll probably talk about it just a little bit more here in the next little bit, Hiroki Totoki out there taking shots at his own company. <laughs> this man is swinging at his own company. He got in there and he it's was wild. like, dude, you guys don't know how to do shit. What are you do doing shit. right now? <laughs> what are you He's doing? Like, what, is, what was Jim doing over here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he know? really is. He's like... He's like, this man, like, flipped this company or something, because what's happening? Oh, he totally took shots at Bungie, at least their business uh-huh. practices. He said they're very creative, but he was definitely taking shots at uh, how they run their business. Yeah, how are you running this business? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> or what, yeah. I forget his actual quote there, but yeah. Which is good. Crazy. Maybe it's a good thing, man. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Hiroki's good for that. Yeah, dude. I mean, hey, this guy might come in here. He might be that strict boss that's coming in here and going to fix the business side of PlayStation. Put that hammer down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Be scared of the Hiroki Totoki dictatorship, people. Oof. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, do you, do you have anything else to say about this? Clearly not a good thing, right? I don't know. Th- that's not like real money right <laughs> you know when it's just lost value that's not like they didn't actually lose 10 10 billion dollars is that i mean it's saying like, that is they, that how that they, works yeah i mean that, that they're i i i'm not a financial person but yeah they, they're that, losing that it feels like they're losing 
um like value in some way like where did it go like, you know the tempo they just vanish <laughs> i i think that that's more they're, they're like projected value right sure. so that still is meaningful though uh, i'm sure it is and i'm sure investors look at that like what yeah. the fuck you know but uh yeah I mean, that's I just a lot of yeah, oh that's I mean, it's 10 million dollars yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's, a, like, that's that's a, not a small a amount especially for a company like sony whose main mm -hmm. income source is playstation right it's like that's not that's not good. So we'll see. We'll see uh, what exactly to do here. Like we've been talking about all the last like six months or whatever. I do feel like PlayStation is in a transitioning phase to trying to figure out stuff. I mean, they certainly got stuff to figure out on the first party side of games. And then obviously getting a new president in there. Maybe Hiroki Toki will just take over forever and we'll just live in under his dictatorship from now on. I accept it. Do you? You don't even know what you're accepting, though. No, no idea. But you know, he looks—he looks like a mean man. So I don't really want to get on his bad side. He does look like a mean man. Let's hold off <laughs> on the Hiroki Totoki jokes because he might come after uh -oh. us. <laughs> you know, he might. We gotta come make get Hiroki Totoki emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please get a picture of him holding a controller? <laughs> yeah. How does he? How does Hiroki Totoki hold a controller? That's my question. I don't play this dumbass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's over there just. Playing it normally. <laughs> do you think? How do you think Reggie holds a controller? Reggie? Oh god, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We Reggie's probably a pro seen gamer. Reggie hold a controller at some point. Isn't he like working at college now or some shit? I don't know what he does. Yeah, I <laughs> he thought he just... like taught a course at a college now or something. He like semi-retired, right? Mm -hmm. He hmm. was uh, a consultant for someone. Might have been oh. GameStop. Honestly. Oh, he was on the board, right? Yeah, so for a little like that. bit there. Yeah. 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 Huh. And he's like, this company sucks. <laughs> I think he dipped out. <laughs> we need a game off between Hiroki Stoki, Phil Spencer, and uh Doug Bowser. That's, that's what we need. Yeah. Ooh. Who's the better gamer? Yeah, who's the better gamer? I'm gonna exactly. guess it's gotta be Phil just because he he games. You don't think Doug out here gaming? No. no. His <laughs> last name's Doug... Bowser. It's true. Bowser <laughs> loses in every game. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't think he... Hiroki Tsuki just wouldn't show up. He's like, I'm not doing that dumbass shit. <laughs> I am an adult. We don't play video games. He's <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I will, Did you I'm agree to this? <laughs> Speaking of Hiroki Tsuki, during the investor Q&A with Hiroki Tsuki, uh, he talked about how he believes it will be difficult to get the price down on PS5s for consumers because component cost is on the rise. And then he also said that another driver to improve margins will be first-party titles achieving growth on PS5, PC, and other platforms. Dun, dun, dun. You know, what is, said, what is, he said other, other platforms. What, is that, what does that even mean? Platforms. We're going to Xbox. You know what I mean? Last of Us on Xbox. Why not? I think he just means mobile, if I'm being honest. <laughs> could be. I mean, yeah, it could be. I, but to be honest, it's just like, if they're going to keep spending, it depends on what their their goal for the future is. They're going to keep spending that $250 million to make Spider-Man, right? Or whatever, or Last of Us 3, or whatever that is. $300 million to make Last of Us 3. It's like, Last of Us 2 sold significantly worse than Last of Us 1. By a lot. I think less, it's what, less than half? Yeah, I was like, I mean if you combine all the versions of last of us one you know part one yeah. and and remastered and all of those last of us one is over 30 million yeah and then two is what a 12 or something 10 to 12 two two is that like i think yeah i think it was like 12 last time we got an official update and then we haven't gotten remastered numbers i don't think yeah. that's doing like millions, so we could even but... just say half 
I would say by the end of the PS5 life cycle, Last of Us Part Two will be at. I don't know. You got to think there'll be a little bump with season. I'll, I'll say 15, like fifteen ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like that's half. So it's like, man, it, I, is this series in terms of the gaming side down a bit? It Last seems of Us. Like it. Last of Us is an interesting example of that because I think a lot of things hurt that game. You know, True. Uh, a, a lot of there's a lot of outside things that i think hurt that game the mm -hmm. leaks and all that and then just the direction the story went and everyone hearing about that before they even played the game and people writing it off being like i don't want to play that shit now you know i think i think there's a lot of outside things that influence the the purchasing choices of last of us part two yeah so last of us three is going to be expensive to make like why not try to put it on xbox i mean if it's if, if you want to sell more i mean if, if 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 there's only a cap for PlayStation, it seems like, especially with like, even Last of Us Two, so you know, put it on another platform, put it, launch it on PC, right? Like, if you want to get money, you got to put it where the gamers are. And I mean, there are people like to you know kick Xbox all the time, but like there are a lot of gamers on Xbox. The, Xbox is not they're selling, they're not selling quite like PlayStation, but they're not like the Dreamcast or the Wii U, right? Like they're selling, so there are Game a lot cast. of. <laughs> I said I got a game cast. Sorry. <laughs> I, I love that scene. So, well, there's a GameCube and a Dreamcast. I said I got a game cast. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the, the Xbox sound, there are gamers there, right? There are gamers on PC. I think PlayStation really needs to look at what Helldivers 2 is doing. You launch your game on multiple platforms, it will sell better, period. No matter what. No, 100%. So. I'm with you. I just think for now, I think uh, certainly the live service games have to go to PC at first. Yeah, you know, for and sure. That's, and Concord's already confirmed to launch day one on, that seems like the next one up. That's already confirmed to launch day one on PC. So you got to do the fair games. You have to do the same thing with fair games and then whatever else is after that. You you have to do that. And then I would definitely start looking at other things like oh, your, Marathon. Does MLB launch already on there? Well, MLB launches. I mean, MLB is a good example. MLB does launch on everything. That is a Everywhere. first party game. game it's on Game Pass too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't know because it's... Do you want to throw Xbox a fucking bone here and start putting your games on there? But is right it now? throwing it a bone though? Because they're also making more money. Yeah, but then you're both in the same position now. You know, like then we're literally back where we were, right? With Xbox putting games on PlayStation, you put PlayStation games on Xbox, you're you're right back to where we were, and it's not really like either side took a big hit. Yeah, I just think that these companies just want to make more money, and I think like yeah, they might take yeah. It's short term and long term money though, you know. It's yeah. It, you got to think which one do you want? Do you want the money right now? Because then you go on Xbox right away. Yeah, but it could be longevity of keeping your company around. Yeah. No, for sure. Like things are things are rough, <laughs> right? Like, I think these companies do kind of have to look at like what their future is going to be. Yeah. Like, and I think like having your games more accessible by more gamers is just a better thing. Not only for us, like, oh yeah, that's great for us, no matter what, right? Like more access, but they get you get more money and that's good for the company and that's really all they care about more money so yeah they i i agree with you it is it seems like they would be throwing um xbox a bone but they will be making more money if last of us 3 comes to xbox sure i mean depends on how much that would actually end up selling over there for one thing and then it would totally depend on if I mean, like, would it go on Game Pass right away type of thing? You know, it's like, are you guys yeah, just I mean, the way selling you it over there? You said, it's... like, 
it depends on how and much then you're hurting your console side and that is a big thing for playstation still is that console side we, i mean how much did they stress that 30 percent that they make off off the games uh just selling it on their storefront right it, it just threw out that court case that was the main thing their main argument throughout the whole thing so we, we know that th their entire business relies on that and if you put games on xbox you are then preventing some console sales depending on the game and all that stuff like we were just talking about with xbox so like i said it's short term long term it's like okay do you want the console sales to get people on there to buy more things on your storefront or do you want to put games over there and keep those players on xbox with pc i think it's become quite clear now that pc gamers just aren't buying consoles you know yeah it's like those guys aren't switching well we've, we keep talking about that number of whatever 200 million whatever it is yeah. console play, players and that has never really like fluctuated just like it seems like people that are playing console just playing console that's it like we're not they're not really expanding more it's like mobile's expanding pc's expanding right it's like consoles really haven't expanded much mm -hmm. um but i think a different way to look at it with like putting like you were kind of thinking of like uh last of us three needs to sell a certain amount but then if you look at it a different way it's like they weren't even thinking about that in the first place right it's like oh they were already thinking of it just as an exclusive so if you do put it over there, it's like that's just additive to sales, right? It, it should. It, it, it's a different perspective and way to look at it. It's like it you is, not but are you taking them. away sales from potential PS5 buyers? You know, is there guys yes. over on Xbox that would go out and buy a PS5 for The Last of Us Part Three, but instead you're giving it to them on their Xbox, and thus they are not buying a console. Is, yeah, is I would wonder what their there. margins are right. for like hardware. You know, we are, it's already like widely known that hardware, you don't make a ton of money because the hardware is just so expensive. They probably no, make not money at all, but bulk, the, I mean, right? they probably lose money on their hardware, but where yeah. they make that money is the 30% on the store. Yeah. Page, people, right? yeah. People buying more games. Yeah. That. And that's, yeah. I mean, we learned from the court case. That's just so much money. I mean, they're making 30% off microtransactions on Fortnite. That's probably, yeah. they're probably making more money off that than they are a fucking last of us part two, honestly. For sure. You know? Yeah, for sure. Which yeah, is why it's, it's imperative to get people on their storefront and on PlayStations, mm -hmm. you know? I just think that's the business mindset of PlayStation, at least right now, that could change. But I don't know. Just like I think the business like mindset the are changing, is Game but... Pass on Xbox, you know? So it's like, mm -hmm. unless those business mindsets are changing, I, I, that's the direction I would say is best. Yeah, I think that it's more of not that their minds are changing business-wise. I think it's just the industry is, is changing and the winds are changing. And I think that they just need to roll with it and how fast it takes them to roll with it or to see what their future could be uh, that could hurt them, you know, like, or it could hurt Xbox for being too bullish again. Right. Right. Or yeah. maybe it could hurt PlayStation if they're too slow on the uptake. Right. Yeah. Like they, we talked about them being worried about game pass because they're just not that far ahead in the service uh, part. Right. With X cloud, like PlayStation has good cloud stuff, but their cloud infrastructure is not as good as Xbox's, and they don't have a, as good of a um, subscription service as Xbox does. So, if everyone does eventually switch over, it's like they're going to be behind. So they need to kind of keep up. But who knows if that's really even what the future is? Yeah, exactly. I mean, things are going to look so different in the next ten years that it's just it's just really well, it's going to be wild right now where we're going exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. They need, I want Wi-Fi beamed into my brain. 
from a satellite. Can I just so I get, get the whole, the game beamed into my brain and like yeah, not yeah. even have to play it? Just just beam the whole thing. Just so I I feel like I've played it at least. You know, I I oh, always think I've played it. Beam the experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, way, that way, like you know, Last of Us Part Three drops, beam to our brain. We can talk about it right now. <laughs> can you, Matt? Ellie got pregnant <laughs> with, with Joel's kid. <laughs> what happened there? All right. I don't know. They got to beam that part. It, it lags, you know, it glitches in your brain. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't you Joel's missed the whole kid. part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. This isn't running at 60 frames. You know? <laughs> they beam the complaints into our heads. Yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got some Nintendo news to talk about. Uh, oh, fuck. I completely forgot about this. A Nintendo Partner Direct took place yesterday, yeah. last Wednesday. Uh, we could we could go over it. We don't have to go over the whole thing if you don't want. But uh, there's a few highlights. Yeah, there's a few highlights for sure. Uh, let me pull up the. Yeah, I think the first big one. The first uh, thing they showed was, of course, Grounded. The, mm -hmm. the, uh, the Uber version of Grounded. Coming to Nintendo Switch, it's out now, out today. You can go buy Very it. Very cool. Uh, did uh, did you play Grounded at all, by the way? Yeah, I played. I played some. Did you some okay. co-op Grounded? Didn't we? It was like pre-ground, like alpha. It was like the first launch Early of it, so there wasn't the, that thing. Yeah, it, it, there wasn't like a ton of like content. There, there was like only so much you could even do. So I I played that about that much, and then that was kind of it. So maybe less than twenty hours, probably. So that's available. Switch and PlayStation now. Go pick that up. Pentiment is also coming out. Uh, we gave you the date on that. Can't remember what it was exactly. March something. March something. Okay, cool. Uh, so then continuing on. I'm trying to think anything. There's a Unicorn Overload demo. Uh, the first demo. game that I saw, I think it was the the third game showed or something like that, was Ender Magnolia. Okay. Yeah, which that's is right here. The, Ender Magnolia the Bloom in the Mist. Coming out Bloom summer 2024. Yeah, this is a sequel to Ender Lily's something night something. Uh, it's like a 2D, really beautiful 2D Metroidvania, which I, I own it. I haven't been able to check it out. This came out probably two years ago, maybe three years ago. So this really looks really cool. Like, I'm excited to play this, but like, I haven't even played the original. So I'm going to wait. What is it? It looks like a Souls game almost. What is it? I think it's, yeah, it's like a Soulsy combat, but it's like. I, the, at least the original, I'm pretty sure, is more Metroidvania. Like, okay. you're exploring a map and stuff. So, I'm assuming this is going to be similar with some, like, Souls combat. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, then the next game was... Yeah, Unicorn Overload. Got a demo out yesterday. So, there you go. Leave the demos also on Xbox and PlayStation. So, you can go check Very it out cool. over there. Uh, I know, you're, you're pretty excited for this game, right? Yeah, I, I just like um, Vanillaware's art direction. So, I think this game just looks really cool. Uh, and it's got a kind of combat like a uh, fire emblem. So to get kind of a fire emblem game that's not from, you know, Nintendo seems pretty cool. We need more kind of tactics games like that. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories is getting a little remake slash re-release thing coming out summer 2024. This was a 3DS game, so getting ported over it seems. Very cool. Shout out to those fans that finally getting this Monster off of the Hunter 3DS. Stories. Bunch of nerds. Fucking nerds. Can't deal with them. 
Uh, next game, then, was Disney Epic Mickey Rebrushed. Shout out to the Rebrush thing, man. You gotta love when they fuck with the remaster a little Remastered. bit. Remastered? Oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, anytime you can get creative with these, uh, I just love it. Rebrushed is good, though. Was I it definitive, it. That de Definitive Edition? I forget what game that even was for. Definitive. What was Bullet Storms? I feel like Bullet Storm had a really fun one. Oh, it did have a remaster. What was this? I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> yeah, we must find out. Uh, there's like Reignited. Oh, yeah, Reignited was good. Yeah. Oh, Clip Edition. Ah, that's not that fun. That's not as good. It's not that the fun. Insane Trilogy is a good one. Insane Trilogy was good. That's well, good. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any others. Remastered's always the one that's Oh, was it Destroy All Humans had a good one? Yeah, it's like something probe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it had to do with the probe. <laughs> we we should do a ranking list of all the uh the remastered, remastered names. Remastered names. Let's Yeah, it was Destroy All <laughs> Humans 2 reprobed. Reprobed, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good. Uh anyways, there's these epic Mickey. I never played this game. Looks kind of fun. Fun little 3D platformer. I, I remember yeah. I went to Disney World and the marketing and this game was like just coming out. So this must have been forever ago at this point. And the marketing was just all over the place for this game. And I was like, oh, damn, this game's going to be the shit. And I never heard about it again. I technically own the second one on backwards compatible. Uh, I know the second one's not as well received. And the first one, like, had its fans. I don't think it's, like, a super critically, you know, well-regarded game. But it's not. it has. I know people have. People, there are fans of this game. It's like a cult hit. This first, at least the first one. Yeah. I like the way it looks. I like the art style and all that. So maybe I'll check yeah. it out at some point. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going everywhere, right? As well. Yeah, that'll come everywhere. Uh, what do we get next then? Shin Megami Tenzin V Vengeance. Coming out I June 21st. That that. <laughs> is it five Vengeance? Is that what it is? No, it was the whole... The whole <laughs> oh, you just want the whole thing. <laughs> no, I just loved how you said that. <laughs> what did you want me to say? You didn't say it right, but okay. I did it. What what is it? Shin Megami. Shin, Shin Megami. Yeah. Shin Megami. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just, leave me alone. It's the Japanese words. They're funny. <laughs> uh, any interest in this? I see. This is a DLC or an expansion for the original game. I I still never checked out the original. Never checked out. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm very excited for. The Star Wars Battlefront Collection coming out March 14th. I... Coming out to everything fucking go let's get all go. the battlefront games now i have fucked around with these on backwards compatible already i, was at least say, the second I already ones. own them both <laughs> yeah yeah i did fuck around with them on there but uh the online coming back on is cool mm -hmm. for that that's, that's that, that'll part. be very fun and then the the touch-ups they're gonna do on that aspire is really good at this actually is this is what they're 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 good at they should not be in charge of folding knights of the republic but they also did the tomb raider collection which is actually a very good visual upgrade i watched like the digital foundry on that and they were comparing the, the last one side by side and they did a very good job with that collection of making it look like the original still but just a lot of really good touch-ups so cool. i'm excited to see what they can do with battlefront on that and but i fucking love these games man that was Especially a time what a time to be alive with Battlefront 2 rolling into uh, uh, Episode 3, right? When I was a kid, I was like 8 years old. I'm playing Night to the Republic. I'm playing Star Wars Battlefront. Star Wars Episode 3 is about to come out. I'm like, let's fucking go. Was, uh, what a time. That, that was always... the era that made me fall in love with Star Wars. So Battlefront mm -hmm. series always will have a special place in my heart. Yeah, two, Battlefront 2 is probably my favorite Star Wars game of all time. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. I don't, I mean, 
I don't really think anything else competes. It's just my memories, right? And like Battlefront Two, like I would always go to most Eisley. You could do heroes versus villains. Oh yeah, that's that was the thing I would do because uh, who doesn't want to play as Han Solo, oh, you know, and all that. Running around, Han Solo was so fucking fast in that game. He was, <laughs> and he could so shoot fast. so quickly. Oh dude, <laughs> so I love the um whatever the, the the rain planet in Episode Two where the fucking clones are made. Uh, oh, um, I, I can't remember what that planet's fucking called, but uh. You go there, you go there with Han Solo, and, and you can just jump across every fucking thing. <laughs> like, there's supposed to be things way across on the other side of the map. Han Solo, you get some, you get a good sprint going, you could just fucking jump way over there. <laughs> just fuck shit up with him. It was, it, it was a good time, man. Battlefront 2. Yeah, I, I love Apparently, they're adding Asajj Ventress. Ooh, really? And I think they're doing Asajj and Kit Fisto. So they're Ooh, adding a new hero, new villain. That's fun. I like that. I love like that a lot. Uh, Ventress, so. Yeah. I'll be picking this up day one, so just to fuck around with it. That'll be a good time. Uh, moving on then. Sword out, sword Art Online. Fractured Daydream. Coming out 2024. What a weeb game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that is. Nobody Pretty wants weebs. to play that. Gundam Breaker 4. Coming out that looks pretty cool. Like I like the customizing the Gundam. Yeah, I like, like that he has it. like a lightsaber and a shield. And it's like, all right, that's cool. This I have exciting. armor core. Yeah, I, I still gotta play that. Um, Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble coming out June 25th. New Super Monkey Ball game. I've always wanted to play one of these. I never I have. I played like, very little of one of them, but okay. they always seem like ooh, stupid fun games. Yeah, they Just look like, fun. Flipping the map around, trying to get to the end as quickly. Try to break the game. That's like the original speedrunning game that was built in because it's yeah. like try to break it just so you can get to the end as quickly as you can. Yeah, it looks right up my alley, so I, I, I might pick this up, honestly. But uh, is there, like, an HD collection of, of, like, the older ones or something? There's a few on modern consoles. Yeah, I, don't think I remember like there's one remastered. released. They're not? Okay, I don't know what the last one so. was. I feel like I own one of them, so maybe I'll just download that. But, uh, yeah, game looks cool. I want to check it out at some point. World of Goo 2 coming out on May 23rd. It's console exclusive. Why are you gooing everywhere, Connor? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I made a whole you gotta world control of it. yourself. Whole yeah. world of it again, too. It's a lot of goo. Again, you, you know, it's you produce sequel. a lot of goo. Goo, man, a lot of goo. We out here. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll skip fantasy life. The girl who steals time because that looks terrible. It just, it just looked like an Animal Crossing game. <laughs> literally Animal Crossing. I couldn't tell if this was the one that uh, Maximum Entertainment made or not. I don't think it is. <laughs> no, not Maximum. Shout out to Maximum Entertainment. Entertainment man. We the miss the greatest you. publisher of all time. Still counting down the days to the 2025 roadmap. Maximum entertainment. <laughs> just, just count down. That's my reason for life at this point. <laughs> my I wake up. <laughs> my reason for living. Uh this game looked kind of cool. Another crab's treasure coming out on April twenty fifth. This is a souls like crab game. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen this game for a few years now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. That, I remember hearing was that summer for... game fest? Maybe I have no idea, but uh we we definitely saw it at some point a while ago. But yeah, coming out now, April twenty fifth. I don't know hey, if I'll actually buy this, but uh, he puts a can on his back. Yeah, <laughs> and his Poor shell crap. is a can. <laughs> now you've got to play through a Souls game. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> You're just gonna die over and over again. So it's his 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 life is a Souls game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the life That's of rough. Crabs. That's rough. Uh, the next game that was shown then, Penny's Big Breakaway, out today. So it came out yesterday. I've played a good amount of this game. Uh, I, I guess we'll talk about it and what we've been playing. I can't wait to hear it. It's great. It's great. Uh, 
Okay, next game then. Let's see. Pepper Grinder demo out now. Coming out March 28th. Don't know what the fuck that is. Pocket hey, you're like card, a drill looking thing. Pocket card jockey. Ride on. Out now on Switch. Ride on, gamers. Ride on. Uh, Contra Operation Gulag. <laughs> coming out March 12th. I like the name. <laughs> I like Contra. I mean, yeah, a lot of people fun. looking forward to this game, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of rare games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Killer uh, Instinct. Yeah, ooh, Killer Instinct. Yeah, the original Killer oh, Instinct, that's yeah. That's cool. I didn't realize Rare made those. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rare made so many games. Interesting. Uh, Sea of Thieves, by the way, first time Rare is publishing a game on PlayStation. I don't know if you saw that. That's that's interesting. It's like, wow. Is that true? Thought of that. Yeah, that's what I read online, at least, so it must be true. Huh. Yeah, because they were doing a lot of Nintendo stuff, and then they got bought by Xbox. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. Makes sense, I guess. Uh, then the last game they'll show, Endless Ocean Luminous, coming out May 2nd. Daniel, you're going to explore the uh, Endless Ocean. Yeah, I like. I still don't would like to know what the objective of this game is. Are you just trying to find all the different species, and then you're just exploring? Because there's no combat. Yeah. Oh, like, like, what do you do? Like, what they didn't, they didn't do a good job of telling me what I'm doing and like, what's the goal and the objective? I think it's I just like the idea to be one of those where you just swim around and look at stuff underwater and like looks all pretty and stuff. That sounds awesome, but like, it, give me at least it does. A but this something. game did not look pretty, you know. And I feel like games like this hinge on like on looking, Switch. that'd be like Microsoft Flight Simulator looking like shit, you know. It's yeah. like, yeah, you don't really want that, you know. It's uh, it, it, unfortunate that's a Switch only game, I would say. Yeah, it's on it's on Switch, that's why. Yeah. yeah. But okay. That was the Nintendo Partner Direct. A lot of rumors going around. Uh that well, here, let's just get into it because this will kind of relate to the rumors. VGC is reporting that yep. Nintendo's next console has been internally pushed to Q1 2025. One source suggested to VGC that the delay is so Nintendo could prepare a stronger first party software lineup for the next console. Daniel. Yeah. Seems we are not getting the Switch 2 this year. Sadly, Bring out the bagpipes again. Yeah. Sw- we Nintendo's were... dead now, too. They're all dead. Wow. We wow. just. <laughs> all the that's consoles a... are dead. That's called a turkey in bowling. You killed three in a row. Sure, you you sure. knocked three in a row. Um, Guess we're PC gamers now. <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. We're fucking. We're weebs I'm... now. I quit gaming. Should we both just kill <laughs> ourselves on, on, on the video? PC. Yeah. No more PC games. I'm reading books from now on. Fuck y'all. Yeah, exactly. Going to books. <laughs> We're becoming a, a book and a music podcast. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes sense. I wonder if they're trying to hit the early beginning of the year again and kind of having that build so throughout the year. So I wonder if they're kind of planning it that way. Um. I'm fine with it. Like I'm not, I'm not like in a hurry to buy new hardware. Like I want my switch to be better, but like, you know, it's more money to be spending. And like right now I, I don't, they don't really have that many games that I'm looking forward to that I think needs new hardware. We Like I have, I, I want to play just a few games this year and unless Metroid prime comes out, then I'm like, I really want new hardware for that game. But like playing, you know, Two re- a couple remakes and then the Peach game. I don't necessarily know if the Peach game is going to push the hardware, so I don't know if I need to switch for a new switch for that game. But pushing limits with that Peach game, <laughs> yeah, that game pushing graphical limits. Switch. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm disappointed by this. I think that's safe to say. I'm not yeah, like, crying a in a corner about it, but uh, I was definitely looking forward to a new Switch coming out this year, a new Nintendo hardware. Like I think that that would have been fucking awesome because I think that would have came with a a big new first party game at the you know whether that is Metroid Prime Four or 3D Mario or Donkey Kong game or whatever. You know, I think we would have gotten a fun, great new game with that. So I am fairly disappointed. I do think that uh, it, it, it hits 2024 pretty hard uh, in, in terms of, like, how great this year is going to be for games. You know, I could see the fall being much lighter now than I was no expecting last Mario. week. Yeah, no 3D Mario or whatever else they were going to have. I mean, I would have expected multiple, you know. It's like, if if it was going to come out in, like, October, I would have expected, like, a 3D Mario in October and then maybe Mario I mean, Kart December. in November, you know, or something like that, or, you know something like that you know I, I definitely don't think they would have just had one but you know yeah t early 2025 i i actually liked when the console when switch came out in early part yeah. of the year i think that was fun it was a good way to like shake it up and it felt felt interesting at that time especially because we, we i never experienced the console launching in spring and it was just cool to usually get one in the fall or christmas <laughs> right yeah so it was definitely cool to have that at that time and it'll be cool again to do it again but yeah i am fairly disappointed we won't be getting some type of new big game. I don't understand, though. Unless we do get Metro Prime 4, Jeff Grubb is reporting rumors that there'll be a Metro Prime 4 blowout of some sort in, in May. Or they, what are said, they blowing out? <laughs> <laughs> Samus, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> so, I yeah, I don't know. We'll see if that ends up being true. Uh, maybe Metro Prime 4 does come out this year. That would make a lot of sense, right? If, if there is no Switch 2 this year, put out Metro Prime 4 on switch and then maybe you have a new version ready to go on switch to a better looking version or whatever in q1 2025 so i can see that yeah yeah that, i mean that sounds that sounds about right okay okay sounds about right sounds about right yeah. god my fantasy critic just took a huge hit though oh my god cries in fantasy critic if you have metroid prime 4 i'm fucked i'm just done, <laughs> I'm done. it's over already it's over already. <laughs> already lost. It's only February. No, one get, no, but yeah, but none of us got Balatro. So, oh, good point. And yeah, none of us picked up on that one. That's how I heard about that game. Was Jeff Grubb tweeted about that. He was like, "I picked this game up for a dollar the other day." And he's like, "Oh, why didn't you tweet that out and tell everyone, bro?" <laughs> you know, it's like, why didn't you warn me? Why didn't you yeah. fucking warn me, there, Jeff Grubb? Yeah, what's that game at? Like ninety-two, something like that. Uh, Open I, Critic I actually started just... it at ninety-four. <laughs> Did it? That's wow. where it was at. Yeah. Open Critic just updated their thing, so they have the 2024 Hall of Fame now. I've been waiting for this all year, where it's like, where, where, where's the 2024? Because it just said 2023 for so long. And I think, yep, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth at a 93. It is the highest rated game this far of the year. Then that, how do you pronounce it? Balotro? Balotro, yeah. Balotro is at a 91 right now, second highest rated oh, game. Oh, I guess it dropped a bit. Then it goes Tekken, Like a Dragon, Prince of Persia. Okay. 2024, kick off. Hell of a year. Yeah. Shout out to Final Fantasy, 93. Fucking huge. Not, I knew I should have picked that number one. Yeah. But yeah. I went with a hard one. I thought I would have said like 80-something. So. I think 87 was remake. Yeah, that's probably around what I would have guessed. Something like that. 88, 87. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to drop at all as we get more reviews going out. Yeah, it tends to... It depends how many it has. Because like, if it gets over like 50 reviews, I've noticed, it tends to kind of just stay at that number. It might go up or down one. But uh, mm -hmm. let's see how many it has. Yeah, it has eighty-seven already. So I don't, I don't think it's moving too much. Not out of the nineties, at least. Yeah, yeah, it won't be out of the nineties at least. Might drop to like a ninety-two or go up to a ninety-four. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll Ninety-three sounds right, though. Yeah, good for them. 
good for them. Daniel, that'll do it for the news of the week. We will now move on to what we've been playing. Daniel? Yes. What you been playing? Uh, still playing like a dragon. Not as much as I wish I would or was. I think I'm at like 18 hours. I think I'm in chapter five somewhere. Um, now I'm just kind of doing some stuff. I got some, got the Sujimon stuff. I've not done the first gym yet. Uh, kind of battled some stuff, collected some new ones. Um, I, I'm like near that area to like go fight that first gym. So I might do that. I don't know if it shows what level I need to be. Maybe it does on the map if I look on the icon. I would. So there's like a level cap that you can hit before each gym uh, with your Sujimon. I would just hit the cap and then go to the gym. I think I'm capped. So it's 10 I think, for the first yeah, one. Yeah, I think okay. I'm capped. So get, 10. get all your Sujimon at 10 and then I would just do it like that. And then the next one's 20, 30, oh, 40. So okay. I yeah, I don't think all mine are. All, I'm at 10. Do, but I don't do think not go are. into those under levels because <laughs> they will they okay. will wreck you. What? Where is a good place to grind for the Sujimon? Like, I know that there are trainers you, you, around. You really but... don't have to grind. So, like, you could probably win one battle if you go. So, you're allowed to fight bronze guys right now. But you could also fight silver uh, enemies at uh, or, uh, battle silver level league. Sujimon, whatever the fuck they call them. Uh, and I would just battle one of the silver level ones. And then you would just go up to level 10. Or level, yeah, your cap level. You know, if you just do the one higher than you just and win. in the world? Yeah, they're just in the world. Yeah, around the place. Look for the, the S on the map. You know, yeah. and then look for one that says silver tier and then go fight that yeah. and then just try your best and hopefully you win. And then if you win, they will just level up to 10 because you'll get so much XP just through that. Or yeah. you can buy Sujimon juice or whatever the fuck they call it. At the, at, juice. Yeah, at the little uh, the little stops, the little Sujimon stops and then uh, just just fill them with juice. You And they're pretty fucking cheap. So honestly, I don't want to fill my Sujimon with juice. You're going to need to fill your Sujimon with juice. All, all oh, of them. Man. Go get the most ugliest looking homeless Sujimon you could find and yeah. fill him with your juice and then you will level him up. Okay. And then, then I can go fight the gym. Okay. And then you can go fight the gym. I, I didn't know that I could, like I needed to be a certain level. Okay. That's good to know though. Yeah. Um, do not yeah, go wanna... into the gym battle, battle on their level. Okay. I, 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 I want to do the Sujimon stuff because it seems very goofy. Sujimon stuff's very fun. I want more gym yeah. left on it. Okay. Very cool. Uh, I, I want to get that job for the Sujimon. Um, Blair yeah. sub story on yeah <laughs> and it just keeps going it just gets more and more wild with like it's <laughs> just Sujimon so so boppery we're like guys will come in from like your sujimon's past and stuff <laughs> and they're just like you're back <laughs> <laughs> I love it this is a game of the year this is a game of the year <laughs> it's so funny this game <laughs> Uh, we talk about this game for game of the year that's crazy this game's so hundred percent a hundred percent the fucking sub story the sub stories are so dumb some of them they're just so stupid or like i'll put the controller down after some of them and just be like huh i really just did that it's just i was I, a part I, of this. we really just did this huh okay <laughs> okay there's nothing to do with the main story or what's going on or like you would think that would just like affect ichiban's life so hard that, like he would just need to stop everything else but no we'll just continue on just act like it never happened yeah he, he's been through a lot <laughs> um so other than that uh i've uh checked out uh the game we talked about a little bit ago balatro um which is a spinoff which is a naruto spinoff 
Uh, it is a roguelite poker game. Guess is the quick way to explain it. I knew it involved cards. I didn't know it was poker. That's cool. Yeah, so it's basically you have you you have a full deck uh, of fifty two cards, like a standard deck, and it is about so you're you are playing poker. So like, in order to like, so each run you do, you have to beat. Um, they call them anti antes, but they're bosses. So you you have to beat eight antes. I have not yet beat eight. I've gotten close twice. Um, but you have to beat eight bosses, and each boss has two runs before it. So there's like two fights you do, and then you fight the boss. Two fights you do, then the boss. Uh, so each fight has like a certain number that you have to get, and they call them chips, but it's like a certain like score basically. Um, so each like uh, you put a pair of eights down, that will give you a certain number of chips, and then some things will give you a multiplier bonus, and then that's how you can get higher amount of chips and points. Um, and it just kind of exponentially goes as you go to the more rounds, you fight more bosses, and you just got to keep getting more and more points. Um, so you just play regular poker. You have more uh, cards in your hand than like you would like with like a regular five-card poker, but it is still standard five-card poker. So you can't like put three two pairs. You can only put like two pairs and then an extra card, but that extra card probably won't do much. Um, and there are a lot of modifiers you could really do to help you. So the biggest modifier you get in the game are jokers, and the jokers have a lot of crazy stuff. So I'll I'll, I'll run you through one run that I had last night. I basically started with a joker that turned. Um, I got one joker that all my face cards, so like your king, your queen, your jack, will give you like extra gold and more multiplier. So when you would play them. So it's like, oh, that's an incentive to play more of the higher cards, right? Uh, when you see them in your hand. Um, you also have ways to discard too, which is really nice. So you're like, you don't have a pair, you can or straight, or whatever you could discard. You only get so many of those. Um, but then I also got a card that turned all my cards into face cards. It was a joker that said just every card's a face card. So I had like four jokers that dealt with face cards, and my, in terms of my points, were just exploding, and I was um, just destroying pretty much everything. Um, each battle you do... On the side, it shows, like, I think the standard is you get three hands to, basically, three hands you could play. And that, you have to get all those amount of points that you need with those three hands. And they could be, uh, but you only get three hands. Or you lose your entire run. And then, you, I think you get three discards for every round as well. Um, so, with this all face cards that I had... I got all the way to the seventh boss. And each boss has like a negative that it'll do. So like um, one that I get all the time for a lot of these bosses is at the end of each time you play a hand, it discards two random cards in your whatever's left over in your hand. Uh, and that one's just kind of like, oh, that sucks. I wish I could have used those cards. But the the boss that I had fought last night. um. Some of these bosses 
can nullify something. So like you might go into a boss and it just nullifies hearts. So when you play when you're fighting this boss, every heart card you're getting no points. No points or no uh, multiplier. You're getting nothing. So they you pretty much just need to discard them. Get them out of your hand because you can't use them. Um the boss that I fought said it nullified face cards. So my Joker that turned, I had a Joker that turned every card I had into a face card, technically. It still was a two, but it was a face card. So basically, I couldn't play a single card. Damn. Because every card was a face card. Interesting. But you can sell your Jokers, even in-game. So if you just need money or whatever. Okay. So that was a way I, I was able to play stuff, but I had to sell that Joker that turned all my cards into face cards. <laughs> so I still did okay. I think I got like half the amount of points that I needed, which I think they wanted me to get like 60,000 points, which is a lot, and or chips. And I think I got like 30,000 chips, which is still like, I don't even know how I did it that much because like my whole like, um, like, uh, Joker set that I was doing was like all about these face cards, and I was destroying, and they just destroyed my <laughs> my run there by that stupid boss, uh, and I ended up losing. You're saying there's like boss fights and stuff. What's like the structure of this game? Like, are you is there like a little story going on or something? Like, it, it, no, not just really. Click play, and you just kind of continuously go through you, opponents. Yeah, there is nothing. You're not. There is really no boss. Like, yeah. there, you don't see anything. It, it, there, this game is actually only made by one guy, which is amazing. It's really it's it, it's pretty primitive. Like there's not a lot going on. It, the the menus are kind of there. It's just kind of like they you just kind of see the boss. There there isn't a picture or anything. There's nothing like that. Like you have like your three rounds and then it shows kind of the boss. It just shows chips because it's like an ante. So if you know, do you know ante that the term in poker? Yeah. So you like ante up and stuff. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. use that as like a term. So it's like they just show the ante and like that's the boss that that you have to fight okay. and it has like a name so that's where you get the boss is it has a name gotcha. it's like the the rook or whatever like they have names but they, yeah. there's no like picture or anything so the structure is just you just have like your hand on the top part you have like your jokers you have like other cards that are there are three like other types of cards you can get that are like kind of one shots you can just use so there are planet cards that just upgrade your um upgrade your card like types basically i'll say so like um for instance earth if you get the earth card um earth upgrades full houses so anytime you get an earth card you use your earth card it's a permanent upgrade too um earth upgrades anytime you play a full house like it, it, you just get more so any of those earth cards so every type of like pair straight flush there is a particular planet that goes with that and if you get those cards, it'll upgrade that for your run. Um, there are uh, tarot cards. Tarot cards could, like, upgrade your... There's a lot that they could do. Upgrade your cards, turn your cards into, like, special cards, stuff like that. Um, you can, like, add more cards to your deck instead of just having a 52-card deck. You could really add more, things like that. Um, and then each deck itself also has, like, a stat or, like, something. So... The, the first one, he gets a red, uh, the red colored back, the red colored back one. So instead of the three discards, you would get, you get four. 
mm-hmm. for every round you play. So it gives you like a little bit more discard and you can kind of go through your deck a little bit more. Uh, the blue one, um, I think, allows you to draw one more card, I think is what it was. Um, and then the ye- there's a yellow one that gives you more gold. So at the end of each round you do, you go to the store and you can like, that's where you can like buy some of those extra cards and stuff. Cool. And then you just do runs. What, what are you kind of a run based? Uh, just my Xbox, but I think oh, it's, it's on Xbox. Okay, gotcha. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought it was. I, I don't know if it was only on PC or what. Uh, first, it's a but, uh, PC, Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation. I think. I don't know if it's mobile, the, but I feel how like much this game could be. Yeah, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, that's not bad. R- not bad at all. And if you if you like card games, especially poker, if you like yeah. poker, it's a good run. Like it's a good roguelike with poker. Like, sounds, sounds like addictive, kind of. You know, like you, yeah. you kind of want to just keep going, keep playing the next round. Yeah. And all that, yeah. It's got some Slay the Spire energy. You know how much I love Slay the Spire. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites. Um, it doesn't have, like, character classes, you know, because, like, those are actual characters. These are just kind of, like, slight abilities with the decks. There's not as much going on as, like, Slay the Spire, but, like, I like poker a lot. So it's a game I could just, you know, how I did with Slay the Spire in 2019, just, like, doing runs. It's yeah. a game I'm just going to keep downloaded, just do some runs. Pop in you know? now and then, yeah. Yeah. Pop in, do a run, see how far I can get, stuff like that. There's a bunch more decks that I don't have unlocked. I've kind of unlocked, I think, as many decks as I can without actually winning a run. So it looked like like I have like five standard decks, and then there are like more decks after you win each for each deck type. You get like another one after that. So uh, I want to try to at least win once. Cool. Like that one with all the face cards, I got to the seventh boss, but the the night before two nights ago i had a worse run but got further somehow i think mm. it was just that stupid boss that killed all my face guards yeah just killed me but the but two nights ago i, I got to all the way to the eighth boss basically the final boss and got beat cool. but yeah that sounds like the game's uh blowing up but you know got got some at least critical success. Yeah, definitely critical success. So good for him. Yeah. One guy too. That's an one guy too. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, cool. I have, uh, I've of course been playing more like a dragon, infinite wealth. I am on chapter twelve now. Oh, you're getting towards the end game. Yeah, yeah. I know there's fourteen chapters, so I'm getting there, and got one more week till rebirth. So I gotta, I gotta get this down and be you're doing much better than me yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah still quite enjoying it in chapter 12 now hit some awesome story beats man there's just some really cool good stuff twists and turns and stuff like that mom was just sat me like oh holy fuck no way you know sitting there in my controller stuff like that good emotional moments and stuff too there's a lot of stuff like kiryu in his past that uh definitely doesn't hit as hard for me not playing the previous I figured games. that was going to be the case. Yeah, hundred percent, man. There's uh you know, anyone that tells you it doesn't is a liar. Because uh, yeah, this series all compounds. It's just yeah. how the series is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's 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 like a whole thing with Kiryu that I think you're gonna end up people that played all the games, especially you're gonna end up like really loving. They do a oh, good enough okay. job, don't get me wrong, of like explaining situations Kiryu was in to to try to give you some understanding but i i imagine it's nowhere near the level of uh you know emotional impact you would have from playing all the games and that's just is what it is i mean it's my fault for not playing the past games right so it's you know no knock on the game at all but there are story moments that definitely don't hit as hard for me with uh just having not played the past Kiryu games but yeah, makes sense. still really enjoying it i mean the itchy mount side of course hitting hard for me uh with all that type of stuff 
but yeah uh still really enjoying it like i said sujiman stuff i got one gym left over there i got a couple other sub stories i want to wrap up and then i'm not going back to the island so you know whatever it's just it is what You're it is the island yeah. yeah it's just you know i don't got time rebirth next week it's just yeah it's it's too much too much of an undertaking because i'm like 55 hours in got two chapters left and i kind of just want to beat those two chapters and be done with it uh, at 18 hours i'm in chapter five <laughs> you got you got some ways to go but <laughs> you got some ways to go all right can you answer this without spoiling anything yeah. are any of these chapters so four was so one, two, and three, I think were pretty long chapters. Four seemed a little quicker. Yeah. Like, are there some quicker chapters up? Yeah, it feels like, like that a little bit. Yeah, there's okay. some that are quicker than others and some that are much longer than others. I don't know. It depends how long you, you really stay in the chapter, you know, mess around with the open world and stuff and do the sub stories and everything else this game has to offer. I mean, it's just so big and there's so much stuff to do that you could spend days in, in just one single chapter. And I mean, I was texting Sims over the weekend and he was like, I have no idea what's going on in the main story anymore because he got he got his island to like level five and he's like i don't i think he couldn't even name the main character at that point who am i playing like i don't even know what the fuck i'm doing anymore (laughs) so yeah it is just one of those games where you just get so lost in side content that you don't even notice what you're doing in the main story i i almost feel like it'd be better to do all the side stuff that you want to do in the first half of the game because the first half is so slow and tutorial heavy and kind of introducing and laying the groundwork and stuff and that there's a point where the story really gets going about halfway through and from that point i would almost say it's better to just continue on with the main story from there because you have a really nice flow going with that main story and uh it'll kind of come together better for you so i'd almost recommend to people to do every sub story and everything you want to do in the first half granted you won't be the right level but you don't necessarily need to even have a level for a lot of the sub stories and stuff like that the sujimon stuff you kind of do so you wouldn't be able to do everything like that but i would kind of recommend do majority of the side stuff you want to do in the first half of the game before the story really kicks off so what chapter which chapter would you say i i kind of don't remember what chapter is what i would say i would say once you get off the island and like after the island tutorial do every sub story that you kind of want to do right around then and then i would say the main okay. story kind of picks up from there would, okay would kind of that that's kind of right around the 25 hour mark so that would okay. that would be how i recommend playing it just so you're not breaking up the main story too too much there are a little bit of pacing issues i would say with this game you know it's you'll notice them later but uh overall yeah it, it, it's great and you know the main story really does kind of come together to where i'm at in the end the villains in this game are fucking awesome though (laughs) is this like a yakuza thing like does it always have great villains yeah yeah it was crazy Uh, okay cool because like the villains didn't really stand out to me in the first like a dragon sometimes they don't hit yeah Uh, it's like i like i think the villain in like in the first game in seven or uh, not the first game in seven like a dragon um was uh that it it, it had a more emotional tie Mm -hmm. because like spoilers it was his his brother yeah right so like that had like an emotional tie i think that's why that one would hit but like yeah some of them are crazier um like some of them are like just rivals to like cure you and stuff like that like the, the guy in two is like he is also trying to be the the dragon in in the yakuza so he wants to be the only one so there's stuff like that like yeah there there are like standout villains there's there's one guy in particular in this one. You'll you'll know him when you meet him. Where I'm just like, this guy's fucking it. 
ass. Uh, is it Danny Trejo? It's <laughs> not Danny, Danny Trejo, Trejo. No, okay. no. I do like Danny Trejo, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like his character all that much, but I do like that Danny Tre- that yeah. is just Danny Trejo. <laughs> like that is With funny. The to voice. Me. Every, every time you see him, I'm just like, oh, this guy's great. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, having a great time with that. And then I also started Penny's Big Breakaway, which uh, came out yesterday. Got Shadow Drop on Nintendo Switch. I only played, uh, three levels of it. It's out on everything, by the way. I'm playing on PS5, so it's, uh, $30, by the way, so... That's not too bad. No, not too bad at all. I don't know how long it is or anything, so... Yeah, I I was gonna say, is it feel like it's worth 30 yeah i couldn't i couldn't tell you the length and how many levels there are i think they said how many levels there were on the direct if i'm uh not mistaken but uh i I can't remember exactly but i am really loving the game thus far if you enjoy 3d platformers i would highly recommend checking it out at least based off the first three levels that i'm playing really fun wacky world cool setup the setup's like your penny and uh you have like this fun little yo-yo and the yo-yo is alive it has like a little mouth i see that in the trailer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh <laughs> so what was it it's the there's like a performer for the king that, that like does some like acrobatic performance thing and the king's having auditions for a new performer and so you uh you go and you try out for the the performer spot and then your yo-yo eats all the king's clothes so so the uh the king is in his underwear and he gets very embarrassed and he sentences Penny to ten thousand years in jail for that. And then oh, and, and, and so Penny what? Penny's on the run. So you're a convict and you're on the run. <laughs> this is not real. This is real. This is the that setup is to the game. The <laughs> that is the story game. to this game. Yeah. It's really cool. Like it, it looks like hand drawn cutscenes almost, you know? It, it looks like a coloring okay. book kinda when you're in the cutscenes. I really love the graphics in this game, by the way, thus thus far. It's uh really colorful. The uh, I mean it looks a little little dated you know you could tell i mean it's not like fucking astrobot or some shit with like just this amazing looking 3d platformer but it looks great i, I mean i like i really like the color palettes to it the colors really pop and stuff like that uh and then yeah as far as gameplay goes it's really fun thus far they they kind of give you like everything right away it's not like one of those games where you're getting new mechanics and new systems at least thus far i don't know where as the game keeps going you kind of have uh, everything you would want at your disposal right away and except for the stuff that you can pick up around the world there's like certain little abilities that you pick up around the world but uh so you kind of like have your yo-yo and you can like ride around on the yo-yo you can uh, hold circle and then she would just start riding on the yo-yo uh and, and that's kind of really fun you got like your basic double jump your dash your swing and all that uh just some fun like 3d platforming stuff and what i kind of really like about it is that it's really focused on the actual platforming 3d platformers kind of tend to go one of two ways they're either like super focused on the platforming or it's more of a -a collect-a-thon right yeah and and this is definitely more leaning towards there are collectibles don't get me wrong but this is definitely going more towards the 3d platforming route and actually being a platformer which i actually really appreciate and there's like little uh like sub sort of like side mission things that kind of challenge you more in the platforming area there'd be like little villagers around and they'll kind of ask you to do something either like collect something or bring this to another villager on the other side and what i like about those is all of them thus far have been like as you're going through the level so it's not like hey go collect these uh nine screws for me and then go back to where you were on the map and and go get those nine screws it's like no those are on the way as you're going through the level so it's like very linear and just stays like that and it's very how's the structure just the level structure so i mean you kind of just pop into a level and they're like i would say each level i mean thus far i've only done three no 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 it's like 
five to ten minute long levels, I would say. Um, okay. And you're kind of just going through them in a very linear way. And and then, like I said, there's like little side objectives throughout yeah. the level, but they're all as you just keep going through the level. None of them are like off to the side, actually. They're much more bite-sized than Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's nothing really like Odyssey, I would say. It's, uh, yeah. I don't really know what 3D platformer it's closest to, I would say. I mean, it's, I don't know. Like Neon I'm White. Like a 2D Mario. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of more along those lines than it is like a 3D open world Mario type of thing. You know, it's not not necessarily like that. There are collectibles all over the place. Don't get me wrong. And there's like there'll be like three different ones on each stage of like hidden collectibles and uh, like different things you can do. And then three different side objectives on each level. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time with it thus far. If you like 3D platforms, I would definitely recommend checking it out. There's this fun little... Uh, yeah, there's this fun little... It's made by the Sonic Mania team, so, I mean, they're mm. well-credentialed team. Uh, there's this fun little thing at the end of each stage where you gotta, like, land on top of a platform, and, like, the platform has, like, three levels, so you gotta, like, figure out a way to get up there, and so, like, you wanna hit in the exact middle on the top platform, and then... So around you is like a bunch of people and I don't know why it's like each stage is kind of set up like like you're ending like a play almost or like a show. And so like you have a crowd around you. On... Like Battle in Wonderworld. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't play Battle in Wonderworld, but uh, yeah, sure. Good example. Uh, and then, yeah, so you want to land on the middle platform at the end of each stage. And then you do a little like QTE event and that will give you bonus points. Uh, and the QTE event is like very hard. I noticed. Is it? Is, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Is there difficulty options? To no, the game? no, no difficulty. Not that I noticed. Yeah. Uh, game runs at 120 FPS too, which is cool. It just automatically switches to that if your TV is capable of that. So that's that was a very cool touch. I noticed. I'm sure with the platformer that feels good. Yeah, definitely. Going through that. So yeah, uh, really enjoying that game thus far. Hoping I can get through this and infinite wealth over the weekend you better get to gaming i know i know it's like damn i got some gaming to do if uh i want to get down with all that but i think it's doable i don't know i got two chapters left in infinite wealth and then depends how long this game actually ends up being yeah that last chapter to like a dragon's gonna be really long i'm just gonna tell you that right now are they always really long the always. last chapter yeah okay yeah probably is gonna be a lot of cutscenes yeah oh yeah good point it'll be like 30 mm -hmm. minute cutscenes and probably yep. multiple of them Yep, going to be a lot of cutscenes. Yeah, so hopefully I can get through that this weekend. Then really looking forward to Rebirth. Can't wait. Week away, baby. Week away? Week away from Rebirth? What a year we're kicking off. I get to, a week away and I get to see Tifa again. God, I've been waiting back. four years she's to back. see Tifa again. She's back. And she's going to be back in my life. And we get, like, apparently over 100 hours of her. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> going to be fucking great. So excited. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for the Nerd Guys Podcast, episode 211. Thank you all so much for watching. Please remember to subscribe to us over at youtube.com slash nerdgods. You can also find us available on all audio platforms. Daniel, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, who's better, Tifa or, or Aerith? Jesse. I'll leave you with that. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.